Half-Life. Dude, I wanted to see how long we would sit in silence before someone said something. People checking their phones like something's wrong. <laughs> now, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, there's something wrong. But Yeah, yep. there's the problem right there. Well, you know, sometimes in life you've got to do hard things, and I've got a Dougism fresh off the press. Are you ready for it? That's what I'm she ready. said. Get out the paper bag, boys. It's time to fuck this gorilla. All right, you're gonna have to explain that one because you gotta bag, you gotta bag the face. Oh, right, see, it's, it's so the gorilla's can... meaning that it's an unattractive person that you're going right. to be copulating see, with. Yes, right, and oh. it has to be done. So get out the paper bag, boys. Let's fuck this gorilla. Gotcha. Okay, because in my mind, I was thinking you were actually having sexual relations with a simian, and so. It didn't. Yeah. I mean that too, but that too. Also. Exactly. I just feel like a bag would be the least of your fucking problems because those things can like literally rip your arms off. So, well, it goes back to an old joke. Um, there are five guys. They're trapped on a desert island, and there's no one there but a gorilla. So, um, and I'm gonna say straight out of the gate. Uh, there are some people who may find this joke offensive. So they decide they're going to go to the other side of the island after they've been there a couple of months and they're going to go fuck the gorilla. So they get a paper bag and all of them grab the gorilla. One of them grabs an arm. The other one grabs an arm. One grabs a leg. The other one grabs a leg and one just jumps in and starts going to town. Well, the gorilla starts fighting and fighting and fighting and the gorilla breaks free the leg and grabs a hold of the guy's waist and uh, then breaks loose another one. Uh, arm on the other side, grabs a hold of the guy, grabs a shoulder, breaks le- loose the other two arms and just grabs the guy and is just ramming it into itself. And uh, the guy just starts screaming, take the bag off, take the bag off. And they're like, what is it? And he's like, I want to kiss the bitch. You know, that's that's the way the joke goes. It's a horrible telling of a horrible joke, but grab the paper bag, boys. It's time to fuck the gorilla. All right, and have a great day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we got. All right, so I'll give you one. Um, guy, uh, it's his first, um, it's his first uh, uh, tour of duty in, in this remote country, and there's no women in this town that he lives in. And or that he's he's staying in, and so the other guys in his unit are like, yeah, we there's a horse down by the river, and you know, because he asks, he said, well, what do we do when we start, you know, getting the urge? And they're like, oh, there's this horse we keep down by the river, and he says, okay, that's kind of odd. So weeks go by, you know, and he's fine with it, whatever. And then finally one night, man, he's just dying. He has just got to get him some. So he goes down to the river and he just starts banging the shit out of this horse, right? And of course, the horse is making a bunch of noise. So his unit comes down and his sergeant comes down and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, you know, I'm, I'm horny as hell. He says, you guys told me that the, the horse is here for that. And they're like, no, no, no. He's like, you're supposed to ride the horse across the river to the other town where the women are at. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, he did the wrong thing. <laughs> he did, the, and that's the joke there, guys. That's, <laughs> that's what makes it funny is he fucked a horse when he didn't have to. Well, it was um, there was this uh, guy who was sitting there on a park bench, and uh, he was all alone. This kid comes up to him, and he's like, you know, hey, what's wrong, Mister? And he's like, well, you know. I've fed the hungry, 
I've taken care of the homeless. I've helped those in need all of my life. And nobody remembers me for any of that. I've, I've done everything I can to be charitable, helped people out in any circumstance that you can imagine. But you fuck one goat. <laughs> I used to, just to get a rise out of people, I used to say, man, you fuck a hundred chicks as a musician and no one remembers. You suck one fucking cock in college and no one will let you forget about it. <laughs> no. I just, I like triggering homophobes. It amuses me when people think I'm gay. People thought I was gay all the way up through fuck, probably recently, but um, <clears throat> definitely through middle school and shit. And I've always said, dude, if I were gay, I would be fucking fabulous. Just absolutely fucking fabulous. So well, that's what I said, probably up until recently. So, Well, you know, just, just you know, because I know you. And because you have a Harley and a tattoo and a Jeep and you've made them all just about as manly as you can make them. Manly. I, I, <laughs> I would think if you if 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 you were to go gay, you would be like Uber gay. I don't think there would be any halfway. Oh no. I, I no. think you would be the dude that shows up to work with uh, makeup and like a glitter star next to one eye. You know, I, <laughs> I, knew, that, I knew you were going there. That's how I went to um, I was went to the McDonald's drive-through, and the guy that waited on me was uh, uh, had uh, pink nail polish on. Actually, very well done <laughs> at that. You know, I've tried to paint my fingernails black, and it looks like an epileptic fucking one-eyed three-year-old did it um so i gotta give him credit i'm still gonna refer to him as him because you know chromosomes and all that but at the same time let your freak flag fly i could give a fuck less um like i said you guys have heard me bitch about it just don't get mad at me because i say ma'am or sir you know, I, I, I look at a person. Did you assume my gender? Yes. Yes, I did, as a matter of fact. Right? Just like I assume that that's a horse. I haven't had, that's I haven't a had that happen before. But yeah. Have, yeah, having I, somebody I, get pissy with you because you assume their gender? <clears throat> yeah. Part of that, I think, is your age. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Being a fellow millennial, right? A lot of the people that are in that place in their life um, are definitely lashing out at the patriarchy, if you will, right? And because I am an older cisgender white male, um, they, uh, you know, the, what always kind of cracks me up is that people that are tra transgender or people that are, are in that confused phase, I'll take shit for using the word confused probably, right? The, the females always try to look like males. Well, if you, why do you, why do you feel the need to look like a male or, or what society says is a male or looks like a male, right? I think that alone tells you everything you need to know. Um, I've known plenty of gays, for instance, that you would never know because they, I have a lesbian friend who's just fucking adorable. I love her to death and she's gorgeous. Um, doesn't now her wife is a little more butch, you know, whatever. Um, again, I've told the story of my buddy, John, that I had no fucking clue. He was gay. He dipped and had a big old Ford truck, <laughs> you know, um, people probably thought he was a gay bashing redneck, but, uh, but yeah, it's happened to me a few times actually. And like I said, like as Doug pointed out, I think with like the Harley and the Jeep and the beard, I think people people stereotype me just like they tell you not to do other people, right? Um, which well, is a little frustrating. With everyone me, stereotypes everybody, like I everyone because like agree. if you're walking down the street, right, and someone's walking down the street coming towards you and they have a gun in their hand. Um, I mean, I probably wouldn't give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> oh, they're just chilling with their gun. Yeah, they're just hanging out, dude. 
Or if they had their cock in their hand. You Either way. <laughs> yes. Yes, Tuck. Cock. Like, right. I'd be like, oh, they're perfectly normal. So yeah, going down probably. the fucking road. Chocolate milk. Jerking fucking off, you know. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, whatever it is with another person, you know, because the thing is, it, it it's been a personality trait of mine for God knows how long. I want to deal with pleasant human beings. The best way to engage uh, with another person and have it be a pleasant experience, if there's a thing there that you can see that they obviously need, a compliment uh, or whatever, calling them by their preferred pronoun, you know, not giving them shit about something or, you know, and it's like, you know, if I walk up to somebody with, uh, you know, whatever, um, the old but whatever. The old whatever. I'm going to try the best I can to make that a positive interaction because if I try to feed that into that, I usually get that back. There are some people that just walk around pissed off at the world, and even that's its own little form of amusement for me. Hey, 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 I'm right here. Yeah, right. I know. Still no fucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is that a bear? Poke, 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 poke. I think um, that everybody likes to... Um... Dan has confirmed a bear now. <laughs> <laughs> See, in, at my size, I'd think of more of a twink, but I guess at my age... You can, no, I mean, you're, not... you're hairy. You could pull it off. Yeah, with the beard. You just yeah, gotta right. eat some more McDonald's and you can... He would be a bear, he'd be a badger. <laughs> small but feisty <laughs> that's a new one there's like several gay men out there just now that were like ooh I like that I like that a lot I like this badger I think everybody likes to everyone likes compliments one of the things in my early teens well no my late teens early 20s I was real deep into like um, body language like I read a bunch of books on body language and interactions and like how to negotiate kind of that you know, win friends and influence people kind of bullshit. And one of the things that I remember learning is that um, everybody likes to talk about themselves, right? So if you, like Doug said, if you meet somebody, um, you say something about their shirt, about their car, their clothes, their jewelry, whatever. um, And it starts things off as a positive interaction. And it sounds manipulative or it sounds like you're being deceptive, but you're really not. You're you're just opening up those lines of communications and being positive and saying nice things. Right. I mean, let's, it's kind of common sense, really. Like if I just walk up to Doug and I've never seen him before in my life and I look him up and down and be like, wow, you're a fat old fuck. I mean, that's how Doug and I talk to each other now. Freeze but- frame. This is where he <laughs> fucked up. Right. Well, you know, when keeping it real goes wrong. Well, see, we have a different philosophy, and I did not put my shit on Do Not Disturb. That fucking guy. Yeah, I am that fucking guy. But, uh, you know, I'm kind of old school when it comes to my friendships, and there are a lot of cultures that turn uh, friendship on its head, um, where the less familiar you are with a person, the more polite you are. Oh, absolutely. And as you get to know them, like Japanese culture is like this, there are several other cultures that are like this. You know, it's uh, when you don't know somebody uh, or you're just getting to know them or you don't know them very well, you put like sign on the end of their name as an honorific and, you know, you're nicer and the whole nine yards. Or saying sir, ma'am, you know, same, same thing. And it's, I've been that way with relationships for God knows how long. The less I know somebody, the more polite I am with them. Sure. And since I like to talk shit, the closer I am with people, sometimes the more shit I talk. It's just the way (laughs) that it goes. It's, uh, you know, I used to, all of my friends, we used to greet each other with insults. Oh, God, dude. Yeah. The more I like you, the meaner I am. I know used to. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's the the more I like you, the meaner I am to you. It's like being on the playground, you know, as as a third grader. (laughs) And and I fucking love it. Right. I've always been that way. And, um, 
there there was one instance many many years ago where I was working at Red Lobster. I was a server at Red Lobster, and uh, it's it's a fun environment. If you've never waited tables, it's a if you've seen the movie Waiting, um, short of like the bat wing and spitting in people's food, uh, it, it's very, very accurate. It's just, it's a, it's a fucked up ecosystem. The most and, accurate part is that Dan Cook's working in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> True story. But, um, uh, evidence. So there's this girl, um, and it, we, I forget what I said, but a couple of the other servers were like, oh, my God, dude, you had her crying, right? I'm like, what the fuck? So I go back, and I'll never forget because it clicked with me at that point how I am. And I told her, I said, dude, we've just always – I said, I play rough. And, and you know, and, and we got over it. But it made me realize that I do. I play rough with people that I care about or people that are my friends. Um, and I've tried to tell people that when they think – some people get a little overwhelmed by it or it becomes too much for them. And I try to explain to them, you know, if you look at the way I interact with people, if I don't joke with you and it's kind of like to Doug's point, right? If I don't know you or if I don't like you or I don't have that relationship with you, I don't make jokes and I don't pick on you and I don't say shit. But beyond that, I'm a dude like, and I've had a lot of dude jobs, (laughs) right? Digging ditches and roofing and, driving truck working at the ranch working at the old ranch a lot of dude jobs at the dude down with ranch. the 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 demidor dim- uh yeah that yeah guy. the demidome demidomes i worked on the demidome ranch the demidome demidomes um so i've always just kind of been a dude in that sense and i have offended <laughs> a lot of people um and before i forget doug you mentioned the japanese and one of the tattoos that I've been wanting to get on my right forearm for a while, it comes from a Japanese, um, I don't know, not what, like a proverb kind of a thing. Kind of. Yeah. And it's, it's the three faces and it, the three faces are, um, there's the, the face that you show the public. Uh, there's the face that you show your friends and family. And then there's the face that you show no one. Right. And I remember the first time I saw that, and it kind of reminds you of the theater masks, but there's three of them. And like the top one's all Mr. Smiley and then the middle one. And then by the time you get to the, to the bottom one, it's, it's a little more, you know, dark. And I really like that because I feel like much like you, I, I kind of, I subscribe to that in that um, there's people that I just meet and I'm very, like you said, very polite and, and, you know, well-mannered. And then there's my friends and then there's, there's, kind of dark moments and thoughts that go on in your own head that you don't really share with other people. Right. Or you, you're a very, very small group. So, um, but that was just kind of interesting because you're right. The Japanese are very much like that, right? If you don't know somebody, there's a lot of, you put a lot of respect on their name. And a lot of middle Eastern cultures are the same way. You know, it's like, um, you know, and I'm, I'm not trying to stereotype here because I've ran into them everywhere, but the first time, that I ran across it was in a convenience store and it was a guy behind the counter and he was insanely polite and kept calling me friend the entire time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a stereotype. A lot of middle Easterners have that, you know, they're um, bazaars and uh, merchants. It's not that weird. (laughs) It's not that it's not that weird. Open man. markets. It's a trade is, a, is is very common. And they come over here, they save up their money, and that's what they do. You know, um, you know, talking about stereotypes, it, everybody stereotypes everybody. Like Adam said, there is a, a comedian, and he was a black guy, and he was talking about stereotypes and things like that. And he says, look, man, he said, if I'm walking down the street and three dudes, three young dudes are coming at me with the big puffer jackets and their pants pulled down and, you know, all that, he says, I'm across the fucking street. <laughs> you know, it's not about color or anything else. You see some people and your head just goes, I don't know about this dude, you know, and they may be the nicest guy person in the world. Right. But there are just certain things that you look they at. They might be. Mm-hmm. But well, I don't like to gamble. 
Not, not in, yeah, I've never been much of a gambler. I've <laughs> never right? been much of a better. Exactly. Especially when the odds are fucking stacked against me. Exactly. And if I see somebody that, you know, makes me pause, then I'm going to, I'm going to go with the stereotype. Now, I don't assume that every black person is a fucking criminal or a drug addict or whatever. And no. I don't think every Middle Eastern dude is a fucking terrorist. Right. It, to me, it goes down to the person themselves. You know, yeah. they look like they're fucking thugging. <laughs> if, or if they look like they're cracked out of their fucking mind. <laughs> right. They're like shaking, looking over their fucking shoulder. It's like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah, give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm yeah. sure he's fine. I'm sure he's good. Yeah, I'm sure he's good. <laughs> well, when it comes to all of the above, you know, I've got a bullshit uneducated theory. If you'd like to hear it. <laughs> well, we still got about a half hour to go, so might as well. Well, I mean, my bullshit uneducated theory is it all goes back to self-hate. Uh, all of it. You know, anything with labels. Because throughout the years, I mean, if you, as far as you start rolling back the clock, you can take a lot of groups and they're, and they, and, and it seems to be, we don't like being called this anymore. We want to be called this. And then they get called that. And then they get tired of that label. And they're like, well, we don't want to be called this anymore. Now we want to be called that. And it seemed that, you know, the older I get, the more cyclical that seems to become. You know, it's like, don't call me this, call me that. And I think it's, there's a lot of people uh, by and large who are uncomfortable in their own skin and there's a lot of self-hatred there and that label they wrap that up with it and uh and 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 that's what it becomes and now i think just here's my bullshit uneducated theory now that social media has gotten so large self-hate has gone to a whole new level because, you know, you've got everybody out there posting their best moments in life with a filter. And, you know, person X picks up the phone and as opposed to realizing that that is a singular prepared moment in time, that that's, this is that person's entire life and they hate themselves even worse. So but I think that's as far as this whole, you know, getting offended at the drop of a hat thing. I think it all goes back to self-hate. I could be totally fucking wrong, but that's, it seems to me that's what's feeding it. I would agree. And it's, it's funny that about a halfway through your bullshit theory, um, the back of my head, I was thinking Instagram, right? And it's, uh, I, I gave up Facebook again uh, about a month or so ago. It just, it got overwhelming and, it just seems <clears throat> the way that it's built now, the algorithm, the way that it just everything about it just irritates me more than I enjoy it anymore. It feels like you're sitting down to watch a TV show and it never starts. You're just watching ads for two hours. Right. It never starts and it never stops. There's no <laughs> it's it's really weird, man. I, I don't know. I just it's um it's not what it used to be. And it's it's just uh, it's not fun or enjoyable anymore. Um but I did, I did stay on Instagram because as a photographer, an amateur photographer, I do like the imagery and you gotta be, you gotta be selective and you gotta find the right stuff. I follow a lot of, um, I have two accounts. One of the accounts is a personal account and I follow a lot of photography, uh, sites and stuff, <clears throat> a lot of how to's and things like that. Um, the, uh, the, other one is just for the Jeep community. Um, it's, it's how I learn about new Jeep things and fucking products that I need to spend my money on. Do you have a Jeep? Um, yeah, I do. I have a Harley too. I don't know if you know that I ride, but uh, but I ride. So I never knew that. Oh yeah, about just, you. Uh, just really, because we went vertical in it one day, and uh, I remember yeah. you screaming, "Oh God!" <laughs> <laughs> for good reason, by the way. Like I said, we, we were, were we were looking at the sky. We were literally vertical. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting about that, right, is that um, you uh, other shit creeps in, and I'm looking at like for the women, and even with photography pages, I'm looking at all these women, and these women are are you know phenomenal bodies and beautiful faces and you know ten thousand dollars worth of ink and all that, <clears throat> and you look at them 
And as a male, right, we're, our, our first thought is, I'd fuck that, you know? But the thing is, is that is a real human being. And as a real human being, they have, you know, days where there's no makeup and they're not posed perfectly. And the amount of lighting, like, again, as a photographer, I see it. And then I follow, uh, like, Paul Bluff is, uh, they're, uh, they make uh, lighting, um, uh, accessories and stuff and they have cops yeah they have neat uh that was a horrible movie they have neat uh instagram stories where they'll show the picture and then they show how they did it right all the lighting and stuff and i mean these guys will have three four lights two or three reflectors you know and all this stuff so um, my point is that there's nothing like real about it that is not that is not everyday life, not even fucking close. But for people who don't know that, right? Years I've been I've been fucking with Photoshop for probably fifteen years. I'm horrible at it, but um, the amount of retouching, like if you look and a woman, you're like, oh my god, she has great skin. She has no pores, bro. <laughs> Every human being has pores, and she doesn't have any. She's been fucking retouched to. Sh- all hell. That's not what she looks like. Um, I used to share this retouching video that some body positive group put out and it was fucking incredible because the chick comes out, she's in a red bikini and you know, attractive physically, but she's a little thicker. She's got a little extra meat here and there and, and her nose is a little crooked or something. And they go through this time lapse of them fixing her. And then I, I shouldn't use that word, not fixing her, but making her look more like I guess people want her to look. Well, and, you um, can call it morphing and be accurate. And it really is. Yes. Morphing is a morphing is an absolutely much better word. And it kind of bothers me that I use the word fixing and that's kind of bouncing around in my head, but I'll, I'll deal with that later. Um, morphing her into, into this more socially acceptable, you know, person. And even the body positive Instagram accounts are doing it. You know, I'm happy with my body, whatever. And I'm sitting there looking and I'm like, the fucking door jam is warped in to yeah. your hip, bitch. <laughs> you can see the background fucking warped where yeah. they're pushing their belly in. Yeah. Bitch is so hot, she warps fucking time space around her. Whoa. You know, and it's like, wow, fuck you. Fuck you for doing that. Because at least with some of the body positive Instagram accounts and Facebook pages and stuff, you're showing women that, you know, uh, there was one, she's a model. And she was showing how when she, you know, your head back and twisted this way, how it makes your hips look slimmer and all that. And then she turns and just faces the camera and kind of slouches a little bit. And it's like, ah, (laughs) you know, and it's just a reminder that modeling and and photography and all that is, I don't want to call it fake, but it's, it's very prepared. Like Doug said, it's, 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 it's a moment in time with a lot of preparation uh, again, there are, there are ways, you know, that you're supposed to, um, photograph men versus women and poses and angles and things to make things, you know, enhance certain things. Well, but I it, think that when, when, when people are fucking inundated with that perfect quote unquote, yeah. How could you look in the mirror and think that you're even slightly attractive? You don't have the cars, you're not on vacation but then you've got like the I think Denver's got the selfie museum. Jesus Christ, really? Whatever. Yeah. So what it is is it's actually it's kind of fun. It's neat, and I wouldn't mind going and checking it out. But it's a uh, it's a it's a, like a big warehouse with a bunch of like sets, right? And I think it's even got um uh like a the fuselage of a private jet, right? Just like the like a a chunk of it to where if you're sitting in it, it looks like you're in a private jet. Right. Oh God. Right. Let's go. Right. That's why I said, I think Let's it would go. be fun to go. Yeah. But to, just to see it. Cause I think it'd be silly, but there are people who go and do it. And then they're like, hashtag fucking private jet, you know? <clears throat> and yeah, if I were to do that, you two would be like, what a dick. Quit being a fucking dick. But if I'm out on Instagram and people don't know who the fuck I am, I can create my own narrative. I can create my own existence at that point, right? Well, I'm, I'm going to say, like, the best way to look at all of the above. Um, people are, well, at least, you know, a lot of people. When you've got something like a fight, 
and you have professional fighters. And before that fight, you know, rounds are three minutes a piece. Uh, the you know the uh, in in boxing uh, most time the maximum round amount of rounds that you're going to have is twelve, so you're talking thirty six total minutes of fighting. For that thirty six total minutes of fighting, that person has been training for six months or a year before that. Yeah, uh, just their prepare, whole lives typically right to prepare for that one fight and. Instagram, I would say at that, you know, really top level uh, to where you've got these people that actually are ridiculously gorgeous, ridiculously in shape, um, that whole nine yards, that moment is sort of, you know, the buildup of all of the above. It's almost, uh, you know, in, in sort of an analogy, that's kind of the orgasm, you know, somebody, you know, it's like, Somebody bought dinner. You guys went to a movie. You went dancing. There was all these before activities that took God knows how long. You had sex for five minutes or 50 minutes or however long. But, uh, you know, all of that was leading up to that one moment. And what you're getting is that final, okay, this is where I am. And I totally captured that moment. Uh, You know, they don't take pictures of them sitting there wishing they could have a fucking cheeseburger when they walk past the McDonald's. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I really want to go in there and get a quarter pounder and a shake right now, but I can't because, you know, yada, yada, yada. So you're saying the Instagram post is the orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to make that. I'm going to see how fast I can get banned from Instagram. Well, you know, knowing some models, some some like honest to God professional models, um, these women, you talk about McDonald's and shit, right? These women um, work out no shit six, eight hours a day, right? Um, they have skincare routines that take two or three hours a fucking day. Um, they have to worry about everything they put into their body. So again, the, the ones, the ones that are realistic about it will tell you that it's, it's not, they don't just like get up out of bed and look like that. Right. They spend a lot of fucking time. Uh, I met a, a, a woman here in Denver, actually, uh, going to the gym. I complimented her tattoo and turns out she's a model. She's a fitness model. I mean, in this woman, there wasn't a part on her. You couldn't have bounced a fucking quarter. She was phenomenal. But we t- talked about it. And yeah, she was there because I told her, man, you're always here. And she's scared, you know, tell me what she does and everything. And she spends like f- her her light days in the gym are four hours light. I'm like, bitch, please. <laughs> I'm here for an hour and do about four minutes worth of work, <laughs> you know. Um, but I've had other I've had other women tell me that that, that that do modeling and stuff like that, the shit that they do. And it's insane. And you get your Tyra Banks. I think it was her that said, you know, like, all right, cheeseburgers and, you know, whatever. Well, yeah, everybody's, you know, got different metabolisms. Well, they can, you know, there's just like us, you know, hey, I'm 47 now. When I was 17, yeah. As long as I went out and got some sort of physical activity in, I could shove whatever amount of garbage that I wanted to in my face, but afterwards I would go out and play tennis for four hours. Right. And burn off, you know, thousands of fucking calories. And people talk about these women that look still great in their fifties. It's like, well, but the thing is, is that they've done that for 30 plus years they've had that lifestyle. So they haven't really changed much by the time they hit 50 and 60. They've been working out, they've ate well. And then at the point that they're 50 or 60, right? And they've been doing modeling and everything. They have money and folks. Money (laughs) money, buys a lot. Money can, can buy you health. It absolutely can. I mean, look at, look at the politicians and wealthy folks that got the, uh, the, uh, what's it called? Regenerin or whatever it was for COVID, uh, you know what I'm talking about, the, the antibody thing. Yeah, Regeneron. Regeneron, because they had money, right? When you have money, you can go and, and have your skin fixed. You can have your teeth fixed. Uh, you know, I'm 40, I'll be 46 next weekend, and I'm just now fixing my teeth because I, it's only now that I have the money to do it. <laughs> it's very fucking expensive. Um, Personally, I can eat 
anything I want, and then I work it off when I'm trying to take B site with my boys. Um, we'll hop on Discord call, and uh, and we'll we'll try to flank around B, and I'll run around. I'll hold shift to make sure I'm sprinting and burning the maximum amount of calories. And I block off the site for them. They come in, and then I'll plant the bomb. <laughs> And then they'll come in from the top and I'll tell them where, you know, there's two guys CT, there's two guys coming heaven and they'll see where they're where they are. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. I'll, you know, I can jump up on top of. So what you're saying is you're on that siege diet, right? So that rainbow six around. siege diet. So, so the thing is, if you do the same workout every day. You plateau. You plateau. Yeah, so you got to change it up. So some days I'm on Valorant, some days I'm on siege. Yeah. Um, lately I've been trying split gate. That seems to be uh, getting the cardio up because you can jump a little bit higher, and there's a, a jetpack double jump mechanic. Uh, yeah, wait, yeah so those jetpack double jumps, buddy. Dude, I'm getting I remember I hit, those from high school football. I'm hitting them with the with the space. You know, like <laughs> I like that that cut my 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 ear uh, earbuds out three times. <laughs> like it was so loud. So you got that you got that fucking heavy thumb, dude. Rawr. Yeah, I'm 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 getting it in, you know. I'm hey man, I play I play video games through the fucking winter. I mean, when it's cold and shitty out, uh, I I have no issues. People are like, "You're 46 years old and you play video games." Yeah, yeah. I'm of that generation, man. I'm the Nintendo generation. Um, fuck yeah, I play video games and I enjoy the fuck out of them. And I've got a a high end machine that can play those fucking video games and I will never apologize for that. You know, um, what's the difference, but you know, what fucking kills me is the same people that talk shit or give me shit for playing video games. will sit their fat asses down and binge watch sex in the city, you know, for fucking four hours. Right. So it's just like, nah, fuck that. We all have that thing that, uh, what do they call it? Um, not occupies, but uh, it, it that burns calories. Yeah, it burns brain calories. There, there's plenty of things that we use to. Um, What's all distraction? Distraction. Thank yeah. you. Damn it, my my brain was right you there. Couldn't think Thank of you. the fucking word distraction. <laughs> Damn no, was, brain, no worky. I was distracted. Um, Boo. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, there, it's it's a, we all have distractions, right? And Fuck, sex is a distraction. Drinking is a distraction. Um, and for me, video games. And, you know, I don't even play any single-player games anymore that I can think of. Everything- I do. I do. You want to know what it is? <laughs> is it you Half-Life? Yes. It's ha- well, Half-Life. Right now, it's Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2. He got very excited. That was creepy. I do. Um, Motherfucker. Half-Life. Half-Life. <laughs> I played Half Life. I played the original Half Life like in the nineties, late nineties, early aughts. So there's, I don't. For me, it's a social thing. Like in the winter time when we're all stuck, we live in Colorado for fuck's sake. There's no telling what's going to happen. And when there's twenty three inches of snow outside, I jump online and and play Seven Days to Die or uh, Gears of War or don't starve together or whatever ignorant fucking game we decide on. And I'll sit here and sip on whiskey with these headphones on talking shit to, to Doug and Adam and whoever else. And, and figuring out a way to make the game implode <laughs> with, with, yeah, there's yeah. Especially with uh, don't starve. How many rabbits can you spawn at once? Um, you know, and, and I don't apologize for it, but cause I don't watch TV. I'm not a TV watcher. I do like movies. Um, especially sci-fi or zombie flicks, one or the other, um, which by the way, I finally finished, uh, army of the dead last night. Nice. That is, that is the most lumbering pointless fucking movie that they could have ever spent money on. I hope Batista made a lot of money. Um, because fuck that movie and fuck I'm Zach sure he did. for making that movie. What is it? Let me guess. It's like forever long. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Yep. And I got about halfway through and it was just so fucking boring. And I made a, a comment and uh, a buddy of mine said, yeah, you, you didn't miss anything by not making it to the end. He said, it just, <laughs> it, just it goes fucking nowhere. So uh, Wednesday night, 
it's after. definitely not a cinematic masterpiece. I Dude, mean, it's awful. That that's kind of like one of those video games on Steam that cost four ninety nine, <laughs> and you know you, what you're getting. You 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 play it for forty five minutes, and you're like, yeah, I know why this was four ninety nine. Yeah, and that that movie's kind of a similar way. Uh, I actually yeah, watched I it all the way through, but it was. You know, there are many, many times, uh, you know, it's it with movies. I've kind of got um, I guess it would be selective OCD there. There is long as we can get past a few things. Uh, but, uh, you know, there are certain things that like, oh, you know, where, where you were, there's that moment that triggers something that's like, oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> and if I can get past those obstacles, I can watch practically anything. Uh, and it's, I, you know, there are very few great movies uh, oh, made yeah. anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, most of you know, in the uh, in, in in the market for content, there has to be so much content produced, and not everything's going to be a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> right. And I kind of accept that going into a lot of it. Um, there are certain things that I've just gotten almost totally burnt out on because Jesus Christ, I used to love to go watch superhero movies back when those were the rarity as opposed to being the standard. Uh, but now it's like a new superhero movie comes out and I'm like, I, I don't want to go fucking see it because they're going to be doing all this weird shit and they have to make it all tie together. So the story itself has to be forced in certain ways to accommodate <laughs> this or accommodate that. Remember when he died? Just kidding. He didn't actually die. So what had happened was... Yeah, but as a comic book fan from, well, they from did way that. back, that's just what they did. Yeah, yeah they did ridiculous. that in comic books all the time. Yeah, and, you it. know, when they did it in the modern era, there were a lot of people that I knew uh, prior to... Uh, Marvel being bought by uh, Disney, which, you know, they're, they're moving story shit around to make stuff fit. Uh, and they sort of did the same damn thing with star Wars. And after I watched the first new star Wars movie where they turned a planet into a death star, <laughs> it was the same fucking movie, dude. It, it was. And it, it, it was like at, at that, it was at that point where I went into fuck you Mickey Mouse mode. Right. Um, it's like, cause people tell me all the time about this cool shit that they saw on Disney plus. And I'm like, that's great. I'm, I'm, I'm still not getting it because fuck no, Mickey Mouse. I'm not, it, it's not worth it to me. Like there's some, I had no real interest in the Mandalorian cause it just felt like a money grab. I mean, it's all money grab, right? Let's, let's yeah. not be fucking stupid here. That's what but, a franchise is made for. Right, exactly. But it, at the same time, you know, there are certain things. Like I, I want to see um, the new Spider-Man, um, No Way Home. And it's they're going to open up the, the concept of the multiverse. And that's going to be interesting to see. Because at that point, it's all, all bets are off. Once the multiverse is open, you know, because in the, in the comic books, in the Marvel comic books, it's uh, Earth, the Earth that, you know, everything happens on is known as like earth dash two, five, three or something like that. Yeah. And it's because of the fact of the multiverse, the fact that there are all these other dimensions and shit. And they did that in comic books so they could tell stories like uh, secret wars, which is where uh, uh, venom uh, eventually came from because of the symbiote suit and things like that. Um, and in, I get it, but at the same time it starts getting really sloppy. Right. And, and that's my only concern with it. Um, well, it's just like when you get a series, uh, you know, like you're, you get a series, you're really into it and you can tell the writers ran out of ideas because they yeah. start introducing shit like time travel. Right. It gets, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it gets lazy. And that, because, that's one of the things that I can't, you talked about the things that you can't, certain things you can't get past. One for me is dialogue, like I'm uh, dialogue, and, and in the Star Wars, the last Star Wars movies, the dialogue fucking murdered me. I was like, oh god. And then yes, that lazy ass writing, that that 
some deus ex machina that comes out of nowhere that saves the fucking day or lets them <laughs> out of the situation they wrote themselves into. Yeah. And it's, it's just annoying. like, man, come on. Just this, this is fucking tripe. <laughs> and then they woke up because we dollar Dude, dream. Right. Roll and that's, credits. that, that will put me into a murderous rage faster than anything. The old, uh, the old wake up. And I think to be honest, oddly enough, the first time I remember that, was a show called Dallas and uh, J.R. Ewing. Oh, Jesus. Remember who shot J.R.? Way, man, you took a big ride in the fucking Wayback Machine uh-huh. on that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, J.R. Ewing. Who shot J.R. Because you had Dallas and Falcon Crest. And I think they were even on like back-to-back and they were they were basically like nighttime soap operas. They had better production value. and Yeah. Um, they, For the... For those of you not as old as we are, <laughs> uh, and when I say we, I mean specifically uh, myself and Dan at this point, because uh, Adam, yeah, nowhere in this. Uh, I, I don't remember what night it was, but there were three shows back to back, and it was designed, they had set it up that way to get the entire family in front of the television, mm-hmm. and it was like Dukes of Hazard which the kids were there for mm-hmm. led into Dallas, which the adults were there for. And then there was like Falcon crest mm-hmm. after that. If I and it was correctly, pretty much yeah. after, <laughs> after Dukes Sorry. of Hazard, I was checked out, but that's what they were going for. Yeah. Uh, like you said, you still kind of hung out in front of the TV and well, I didn't, it, it was like, you know, that was the point at which for me to leave. And then the adults stayed. Right. You know, right. But you you got that big swath right there of of advertising eyeballs, you know, Um, and I just so Dallas, the premise was, um, of course, they were in Texas and they were a big oil baron um, uh, family and, you know, all the trials and tribulations of that, I guess. And at one point, um a character, J.R. Ewing, and I can't remember the guy that played him. I can see his face, and he was he was really popular back then. Um, but someone kills him, right? And um, it's a it's a huge, huge fucking deal, right? Because the show was just big. This is this is back, uh, you know, linear television when you couldn't just order everything when you wanted to watch it, like. And I think kids. <laughs> I feel bad for kids because there was something about, dude, we got to go. It's fucking almost seven, dude. Duke's Hazard is going to be on, right? And you ran fucking home to make sure that you got there in time to see Daisy Duke. Um, so somebody shoots and kills J.R. Ewing, and they they run this out for like a fucking season, right? And it's just like, oh, my God, who, who the fuck killed J.R. Ewing? And I think at the end of it, it turns out to be a dream. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't say a spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think this went off the air in 82. (laughs) Well, the only thing is like occasionally that I would watch a little bit of Dallas 4 was Victoria Principal. Jesus Christ. You know, even as knee-high to a grasshopper, she was hot. You know, it's it, it. she was one of those people. She was so good looking at the time. It was like if I would have got around her at that age, you know, I wouldn't have been a horn dog. I'd just been sitting there just blubbering all over myself going, hoo, 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 you're so purdy. Because she was smoking. Yeah, she was. Um, I was looking up to see. Uh, yeah, it was November 21st, 1980. I remember uh, that. I figured you would. 350 million people around the world tune in to television's popular primetime drama Dallas to find out who shot J.R. Ewing. The character fans love to hate J.R. Uh, love to hate. J.R. had been shot on the season-ending episode the previous March. Um, and I was trying, yeah, next eight months. Uh, it started in 1978 and ran 12 seasons. Um, Digger Barnes, jockey, the family's patriarchs, Jock Ewing and Digger Barnes, um, Patrick Duffery, Victoria Principal, there she is. Um, yeah, I was trying to find, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, here we go. The shooting of JR wasn't Dallas's only 
notorious plot twist. In September 1986, fans learned that the entire previous season in which main character Bobby Ewing had died was merely a dream of Pam's. The show's writers had killed the Bobby character off because Duffy had decided to leave the show. So it wasn't, it wasn't JR that that part wasn't, uh, um, the dream. So it was, uh, later on, but yeah, so it was the whole, uh, it was the whole fucking, you know, dream. That That's the first time I remember um, uh, the, the dream. It was all just a dream being used. Uh, and now whenever I see shows or movies starting to go towards that, I'm like, no, don't. Don't <laughs> you do it. Um, so, yeah, you know, that speaking- just pisses me off to know it's lazy you're sitting there and you get really involved in something and they were like oh it was all a dream yeah. and in in my head as a you could replace it was all just a dream with this has all been bullshit yeah fuck and then the fucking producer comes on screen he's like yeah fuck you and <laughs> fucking throwing money in the air <laughs> pretty like, much uh, tom tom cruise's character from uh um tropic thunder let let Ness 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 Lessman Les Nessman whatever it was Grossman Les Grossman my, my least favorite I was about one to say was Les Nessman was WKRP in Cincinnati yeah that, that that's in the way back Ooh, what was uh what was her name the blonde oh, from that oh God uh, Jesus Christ she was in Lonnie every, Anderson yeah she was so ridiculously hot it wasn't <laughs> even funny. <laughs> I mean, I I have no idea how many erections that woman was responsible for. But and that was, was just Doug. Lie. Yeah, I mean, that was just Doug and his mom. So, oh god, yeah. you had to go there. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> I'm good with it. Yeah. <laughs>